Hello. It's time for another Ed North EdTech podcast. I'm Dave Swordlick from Story Cub Video Picture Books and Uptown Podcast Studios in the Twin Cities. Uh, but more importantly, I am a proud member of Ed North an EdTech meetup group located in the cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, surrounding areas, although we are reaching beyond the suburbs, but we're staying in Minnesota. Claire Richards from Impacts is our guest, and uh, without me explaining it, why don't we just have Claire explain it? It's Claire Richards from Impacts on the Ed North EdTech Podcast. Richards from Impacts joins us. How you doing, Claire? I'm doing great. So glad to be here. So glad to be connected to an incredible network of businesses and people. Yeah, you are not. And this is interesting because uh, Ed North is based out of the Twin Cities, but you're outside of the Twin Cities, yet you're still in Minnesota. You're in St. Cloud. How long have you been living there? We've been here for about 12 years. Uh, We started our business back in 2020, and we're really glad to be a part of this community. You know, we're so close to the metro area, so we can really still foster relationships there. But um, it's it's a small enough community where we've just been able to leverage some strong relationships, and it's led to some pretty cool opportunities. Yeah, you got some local press, too, as well, didn't you? Oh, yeah. We were just in the newspaper last week. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. Uh, so I love names. I genuinely love names. And the name of your company is Impacts. What does Impacts do? It's cool. We partner with schools to provide prepackaged, customized school supply kits that are tailored to each grade within that school. In that process, we set up a portal page for each of our partner schools where parents can go to get all the supplies they need for the upcoming year and just a few clicks. So it's super convenient, super fast for parents. And then in that process, parents have the opportunity to donate. And if they do, impacts matches a portion of each cash donation. And this is super important to our original mission, which is to impact the classroom and to make sure that teachers and students have those critical supplies that they need to enhance the educational experience. My husband and I started Impacts, like I said, back in 2020, but it's been something we've contemplated for many years prior to that in an effort to solve this problem that we see in the K through 12 education market, which is just a major lack of access to resources in the classroom. You have teachers spending up to a thousand dollars out of pocket every year on school supplies for their students. You've got many parents that can't afford supplies themselves. Um, The whole hassle of back to school shopping in general is super frustrating for parents. And so we were noodling on this. How can we resolve some of these challenges in a for 
profit business model that's rooted in social enterprise. And so we decided uh, it started out kind of similar to Tom's shoes where, you know, you buy a pair of shoes, you give a pair of shoes. That's where we started with this concept and it's morphed and changed and grown over the years. um, But it still is rooted in that sense of social impact and giving. And so what better name than impacts <laughs> spelled with a CK, which is a reference to, of course, the fact that our business is about providing school supplies in the form of packs. Um, but we want to make an impact as we do that. So it's sort of a, um, a combination of those two words. I think it's very clever. Uh, impacts. And I immediately think of backpacks as every mm-hmm. student uh carries one to school for the most part. You're doing your business out of St. Cloud and you've gotten a local local following. How has it spread? Well, so the first year uh, we launched our business in January of 2020. And then as everybody knows, a couple months after that, COVID hit, our entire business shifted dramatically. We had many partnerships that were set up for that pilot year fall through. But it ended up being a really great thing because we still had four schools that wanted to pilot this program with us, even through COVID. We were able to learn through that experience, and we've grown pretty dramatically since then. So we ran two pilot years, and this is our first full year of business. Right now, we have around 50 school partnerships set up across the state. We work with schools all the way up in the Iron Range to the metro area, definitely um, a a broad adoption right here in the local St. Cloud community. Um, But we're really excited about the growth, and we're anticipating to grow quite a bit more, especially next year. We want to grow to a six-state area, and then we hope to be on a national stage after that. Do you have agreements with companies, or how do you get your product? We work with the key players in the market, Crayola, Elmer's, Ticonderoga. We have relationships built out with each of those manufacturers. We also sometimes work with a third-party distributor. Um, If you're familiar with Ascendant, they're a great example of a third-party distributor to get some of the odds and ends. Is there competition out there in this? Have you you seen something anywhere else that uh, you're you're emulating, or, or is this all original? There are a few companies out there. They're pretty small, uh, but there are a few companies out there that offer the customized school supply kits. I would say what differentiates Impacts is our intense focus on the fundraising aspect, the ability to raise critical dollars for the classrooms. And also, right now, we're very focused on innovating in the space. Uh, We're currently working on a subscription model that would be completely new to the K-12 education market, and I'm very excited about that. Yeah, one thing you mentioned, uh, you give back to schools. Uh, not only do you have this, this uh, amazing business that you're building and, uh, and expanding, but you actually give hard dollars back to schools, uh, correct? That is correct. So right now the model is set up that when a parent donates, we match the first $5. We do that as an incentive for the parents to give, um, but it's also the way that we give back as a company rooted in that idea of 
social impact. And it's also a great way to get the foot in the door with these schools as a, as a goodwill offering to say, you know, we are very focused on helping you as a school community, and this is how we do that. And and how do you reach out to these schools? Oh, it's a great question. And anyone in this space knows how challenging selling to schools can be, especially the K through 12 market. Prior to impacts, I actually worked for a marketing agency for about eight years, and we worked with some school products, mostly on the technology side. And that is where I really learned the the complexity of buying behaviors in K through 12. Um, We know that there are so many different influencers. The principal in our case tends to be the final decision maker, but oftentimes we're talking to PTO and PTA members. We're talking to school administrators, passionate teachers, passionate parents, sometimes the superintendent. There's all sorts of routes to get to that final decision maker, the principal. Um, So there's no one right way to do it. But how we've been successful so far is definitely word of mouth, leveraging those really successful partnerships that we've built over the last two years uh, to really get in front of new schools. And also by showing what we do, by sending example kits, because I think once people see and feel the kit, it starts to make sense to them. They start to understand why we exist and what problem we solve. When do the orders have to come in, or do you work year-round? How does that How does that work? Because, uh, oh, I know, I remember uh, going to a, a local store uh, yeah, with my list. I was a little late, and uh, I was missing everything. <laughs> All the stuff was gone. So how, how, how does that work? Oh, man. You know, we've, we've had conversations with hundreds of teachers, hundreds of parents in the process of building this company. We call it the red, or I'm sorry, the yellow, (laughs) the yellow notebook problem. And the reason we call it that is actually in 2020, there was a shortage of the pigment yellow. And so um, across the nation, across the globe, people were struggling to find yellow notebooks, yellow folders. And the, the, the funny thing about this is, you know, you have parents that are given this list and the list says we need a yellow notebook, a red notebook, a blue notebook. It's very specific what the teachers are asking for. And so we heard about the yellow notebook so many times after the 2020 school year. And so that's why we call it the yellow notebook problem, right? And so what we're doing is alleviating that challenge on parents to find those very specific things. And that's definitely a frustration that we're solving for them. For the most part, we collect all of the orders before July 15th. That tends to be the final deadline for many of our schools. But some of our schools go a little bit later. July 15th is put in place so we know that we can deliver the kits before open house, which is when most schools distribute them to parents. Um, But it's a highly customizable program. And so some schools might have a different deadline. Well, the thing is, is that you need to order product too, and, uh, and and put it. You know, how do you put it all together? You you actually physically uh, put crayons and notebooks and pens and paper and everything in in this box that the student needs. After you gather all the stuff, do you have a big throw it in the box party, or how does that work? 
<laughs> uh, uh, maybe we should have a throat in the box party. So I would say we're we're a tech enabled company. We lean very heavily on our technology solution, the portal page, our ordering system to collect those orders and make fulfillment manageable. Right now, we have a warehouse space out of St. Cloud, Minnesota. We partner with an incredible organization called um, the Central Minnesota Research and Development Council, which is kind of a mouthful. A lot of people call them CIRMDEC. They're a cooperative purchasing nonprofit that works with Central Minnesota schools. And so we actually warehouse out of their space, and they've been just incredible partners to us throughout this process. And we fulfill the kits ourselves. Um, So far, it's been mostly family and friends. But as we grow, we definitely anticipate hiring staff to help us with fulfillment as well. First off, amazing that you have a a warehouse that that you're using. But I'm guessing, and correct me if I'm wrong, do you not keep a, a ton of things, items in stock? So we typically wait for the orders to come in before we order from our vendors. Now that has changed somewhat as we've grown. So this year, for example, since we're anticipating some supply chain issues, we've already ordered half of our anticipated products for the year. And we'll place the other half as we get closer to that July 15th deadline once we have final numbers. But we've got a lot of really good data that tells us how many parents are likely to adopt this program based on not only what we've gathered over the past two years, but also some national data around what parents tend to adopt when it comes to programs like this. Uh, so you make the, I mean, you make it so easy for parents. Uh, like I said, I had the list and <laughs> the, sh- the shelves were bare. You make it easy for parents And is it up to them to participate? Does the school kind of say, hey, this this is the, the system that we're using? For most of our partner schools, it is definitely an optional program, especially when you're talking about the public school systems. Private schools and some charter schools may opt to make it mandatory, just like they would for, say, school uniforms. But I would say most of our schools make this a totally optional program for parents. Our costs are very comparable to that of Target. And so when you talk about parents that are bargain shoppers, they don't mind going to Office Depot every single week of the summer to get the dollar deals. Those are not typically our customers. Those are not the people who are really looking for convenience. Who we typically end up selling to are the parents that would prefer to spend their valuable time with their children doing summer activities, um, maybe they're busy parents, working parents, those tend to be our target audience. And uh, I know it varies because uh, school needs vary, but what is a typical uh, impact box of everything you need go for? Our typical kits cost around $50. You're totally right. It really does depend how big the expectations on behalf of the school. We've had some schools that require over $100 worth in supplies and some schools that try to keep their costs really low on parents in the 20 to 25 range. Um, Another thing we do, we don't talk about it all the time, especially on our outward facing marketing materials, but we help schools bulk purchase often. So one thing that we're seeing 
as a trend across the nation is many schools are deciding to purchase all of the supplies on behalf of their students. And a lot of that has to do with equity in the classroom. How do we make sure that all students have the tools they need and that we're providing for all students? So a lot of schools are leveraging either dollars that have come in through fundraising or in some cases they're including it in their annual budgets to purchase 100% of the supplies. And so what impacts does in in that particular case is we remove the burden of trying to find the best deal, organizing it by classroom, all of that administrative work that takes hours and hours over the course of summer. We will take that and get these schools a really good um, deal on the supplies and take care of the administrative side as well. If parents buy one of your kits, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, and they decide to donate some money, you'll, you'll match some of it, right? That's correct. I'm glad you bring that up because what most people don't realize is that the average spent per child per year in America on school supplies alone is $138, according to the National Retail Federation. And the reason that number is significant, when you think about this, $138 per student, that's a lot of money. If you have three kids, you're dropping over $400 in one month. That is just not feasible. You know, six, I believe it's 64. It's either 61 or 64% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Now imagine having a $400 expense in one month. So that's why I'm very passionate about creating more accessible options to parents. So like I said, the average cost is around $50, so significantly lower than that 138 cost. Um, But even beyond that, to your point about donations, if you have families that simply cannot afford school supplies whatsoever, that's where we Um, encourage schools to invest in supporting those students through the donations. Now, what I will say is when we collect donations from parents and match those donations, we write a check out to the school and we allow that school to use those funds in the greatest needs area. We don't dictate that it be spent on school supplies, but of course we encourage schools to think about that because that's why we started. That's why we exist. Another way we help parents impact their own school communities is through that checkout process. Parents can opt to donate an entire school supply kit. So rather than cash, they might opt to give a kit. Awesome. That's right. That's that's really awesome. Uh, And have you been getting uh, a lot of parents doing that? We, this is the first year that we've implemented the donated kit. And the reason we did is because we heard from so many parents that they really wanted to have that option. Um, but we've already seen even uh, we launched most of, most of our schools in the beginning of May, and we're already seeing quite a high adoption rate of that donated kit as well. All right. So where do you see the future of impacts five, 10 years from now? We know that. 
back to school shopping. And frankly, the entire K through 12 market is changing as there is an increased focus on equity in the classroom and access for all students. We see some pretty major shifts in the classroom. So we'll continue to do this kidding model. We'll continue to help schools fundraise. Um, we'll continue our focus on creating communities of giving within these schools. But in addition to that, one thing we're exploring right now is, uh, like I mentioned before, a subscription model. And this is a really interesting concept because what we would do is, rather than ask parents to buy all of the supplies before the first day of class, we would be asking them to contribute on a monthly or annual basis. Those dollars would then accumulate in an account that teachers could access to spend on supplies as they need them throughout the year. And the reason we're excited about this is because, first and foremost, it makes it much easier for parents to budget, right? Mm -hmm. It's a predictable monthly amount, and so they're not dropping $400 in one month. And the other thing that we're excited about is it puts the purchasing power into the hands of teachers. And so you see a lot less waste in the classroom. What happens right now is that teachers are trying to anticipate a year in advance everything they're going to need. And sometimes teachers estimate wrong. It's, it's almost impossible to predict everything you're going to need. And so either parents are buying too much of one thing, not enough of another, this solution gives teachers the, the power to really use the supplies they need throughout the year. So a lot less waste, a lot less environmental impact, and overall just a really convenient solution for both educators and families. Uh, how many SKUs uh, or different products do you uh, deal with? Oh, that's an interesting question. Well, of course, every kit that we develop is unique. Occasionally, we'll have kits that overlap or contain the same product, especially in districts that have standardized lists. So like District 742, which is local to St. Cloud, they have a standard list across many, many different schools for elementary and middle. Um, so occasionally, we'll see kits that include the same products, but very rarely. As far as the products that go in the kit, right now we have about 150 different products. And that's everything you can imagine from washable, broad tip, Crayola markers to Ticonderoga pre-sharpened pencils, kids scissors. Uh, we also have things like headphones and water bottles, anything that you might need for your student throughout the year. It's May. I mean, we're coming up to, the, to your deadline. Uh, it's not that far away. Has anyone put their order in yet or is July 15th kind of like the boom, everything hits? Oh, yes. We, we have been collecting orders for sure. So with most of our schools, we launched the campaigns in early May. We know that if you communicate in the month of May before school lets out early and often, the parent adoption rate is much higher. We actually provide all the marketing materials to our partner schools, copy-paste templates for social media, for email, posters, all sorts of good stuff. And so we encourage our partner schools to share this solution with parents before they leave for the end of the, the school year because we know once summer happens, a lot of parents are like, ah, I don't wanna, I don't wanna even think about school. So we try to catch them before that. But um, I would say the bulk of our orders come in May, 
June. And then we always have a quick burst before July 15th as we send out those final reminder emails. And when do these kits get sent to schools? We always coordinate with the schools to send the kits the week before their open house date. I would say most open house dates happen, you know, right around Labor Day. We always coordinate because typically open house happens about a week before school begins. And we want to make sure that schools have time to set the kids up wherever is most convenient for that school, whether that be right in the classroom, by registration table. We just want to make sure it's easy for the schools. Yeah, I'm just good because I'm thinking, um, you know, when your orders come in and this and that. So basically your orders are, you know, let's just say July 15th. And then you've got a, you've got a few months to kind of get it all together. Is that right? Yes. So we, we have just about a month to fulfill all of the orders. Wow. Uh, which might not seem like a lot of time, but we, we have really great partnerships with our distributors and um, with the manufacturing partners. And so we're able to get in product really quickly. And yeah, I mean, that month during summer, July 15th to August 15th, we are working round the clock to get orders fulfilled and really living up to our startup roots, right? Well, you know, you, ha- you have to crank it as a startup owner, as an entrepreneur, and we're really happy and excited to do that. Well, I think it's awesome what you're doing. I think the, uh, and I'll say it again, the name Impacts, uh, I, I love that. If someone wants to get a hold of you, what, is the, what would be the best way? People can check out our website if they want to learn more, which is myimpacts.com. So M-Y-I-M-P-A-C-K-S.com. Um, and to get a hold of me, you could shoot me an email, crichards at myimpacts.com. So crichards at myimpacts.com. Um, and then, of course, we have contact forms and all of that on the website. I'm also very active on LinkedIn. I love to get connected to people on LinkedIn. Claire Richards, um, especially if you search Impacts or St. Cloud, I should pop right up. I would love to be connected to people in this network. Yeah, LinkedIn's pretty awesome. Claire Richards from Impacts. Thanks for joining us here on the Ed North EdTech Podcast. And I wish you nothing but the best success. Uh, and make sure you have a lot of yellow stuff uh, because of that, <laughs> because uh, of that shortage. You, you know? So uh, thank you very much. And uh, we'll look forward to an update. Thank you. Thanks again to Claire Richards for being our guest in all the way from St. Cloud. It's awesome, and I love the idea. Uh, So there you go. Hey, if uh, you are in the EdTech space and you are located wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, join Ed North. Uh, Just go to ednorth.org. And, uh, and sign up. And the events are free. There are a lot of remote uh, Zoom-type uh, meetings and in-person meetings. We just had one a couple weeks ago, which was awesome. And it is a 
great organization. So thank you to Steve Welvang and uh, and the crew at uh, Ed North Central. And on behalf of Ed North, I'm Dave Swerdlick, and we'll talk to you soon.